welcome to the Osue Ibar podcast. Yes, 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 and yes, welcome back to the Osue Ibar podcast, guys. I'm super excited uh, to have this posting today. Uh, this is actually an interview I had with Diane Grubis. I was uh, honored to be on her Epic Conversations channel and so uh, I thought you guys would be blessed by this especially for those who want to be in leadership who love serving and so anyways I believe you're going to really be blessed by this so check this out uh, her, links to her uh, YouTube channel as well I really encourage you to check her YouTube channel out as well are in the show notes below so come check this out again thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you next time check it out do you want to be a leader Hi, I'm Diane, your host of Epic Conversations. Thanks for joining us. We're back again with Josue Ibera, and he's going to answer that question about being a leader. Do you want to be a leader? But there's some criteria that goes along with it. <laughs> and Josue and I were in the same class at Karis Bible College, and you also started your own podcast since then in 2019 around the same time we started these up the conversation show so we're we want to hear more of it you've just just full of all kinds of information about leadership that's one of your passions so what are the criteria how if they want to be a leader how do we be a leader yeah so previously we talked about servanthood and mm -hmm. so i want to talk again just kind of tagline into that that servanthood gives you access it gives you access to everything that you need that's the key it's the key that opens the door right it's and i believe it opens the door to promotion i believe it opens the door for um truly just people and winning their hearts to come alongside the vision that god has given you um, because that's the thing like if we can do all do it by ourselves then it's mm -hmm. we're thinking too small uh, but the oh, fact that we yeah. have people alongside of us, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, now we're going towards something that's huge. But again, it all comes down to that having that certain attitude and not allowing even the call or the vision that God has given us to get to our head to think that, oh, people are here to serve me. No, 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 it's still ultimately we're serving them. There's a higher calling we're serving, a higher purpose, a higher vision. Right. Like you said, more than yourself. If we can do it all by ourselves, we don't need anybody else. Right. And I don't believe the Lord set us up that way in the in His, you know, kingdom. And no, it's so true. And just like even Jesus, you know, one of the examples I was looking at previously, uh, it's interesting to me. Jesus went to go wash His disciples' feet. When we hear that, but what's interesting is if we read. Uh, the context of that verse, and you can find it in Matthew, I believe it's in chapter 16. Um, as we look at that, Jesus, at, at first it reads off that Jesus knew that he came from God. Mm -hmm. He knew that he was going back to God. Mm -hmm. And he knew that all power was given to his hand. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's interesting. Even in us, like, in a biblical sense, you know, in leadership, we know that, hey, you are given an authority, whether it be by God, if you're, you know, CEO, or whether you're working for an organization, maybe you're given authority by upper management or by the leads, right? All power is in your hand, meaning you have all authority. You can hire, you can fire, you can mm -hmm. discipline, you can, you know, set up the office however you want, right? Um, and you know where you're going. You know, you know the ultimate goal that you're going to. But what's interesting is when you read that verse, the next verse right after that, mm -hmm. Jesus immediately goes to start washing feet. Interesting, interesting. right? Interesting. Because it's mm -hmm. like, 
for the world sense, when you have all those, that combination that, man, you know, the authority that you have, you know, all powers in your hands, most people take that and they serve themselves. Build their own kingdom. Build their own kingdom, exactly. But what Jesus ended up doing is immediately right away saw that and said, I need to get my servants down. I need to get, I need to wash the feet. And washing the feet is one of the least (laughs) jobs, not like the best thing to do. (laughs) Right, right. And that's the thing, though. I I believe Jesus was uh, not calling this to start a a feet washing ministry, but it was literally uh, to push us towards serving people. And that's all it comes down to. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, I'm just going to serve people. So what would be an example of like serving people knowing what their needs are maybe and how what their gifts are how can they be developed or what's interesting is like the bible is you know is such an amazing leadership book i mean it's a it's a book that you know transforms our lives as we know and it can give you uh, advice on relationships finances uh, but leadership and i believe you can even see that within jesus because i believe serving people is one of there's two ways that you serve people one, I believe it's obviously the loving and caring. It's the, the people side of things. You know, it's, you know, I believe it's John Maxwell who says it. People don't care what you know until they know how much you care. Amen. That's true. So it's that piece that's very, very adamant. It's the heart piece. But I also believe on the other side of how you serve people is you grow them. Yeah. You, you, you serve them by, uh, by growing them because, again, now they're not so necessarily dependent on you, but now they're growing to think like you um, what I mean by that so I'll give you two examples on both sides mm-hmm. so uh, on the serving others on the hearts piece again mm-hmm. that's like John Maxwell if you want to think of it that way it's people don't care what you know until they know how much you care um, mm-hmm. I remember at serving at Freedom Church service gives you access servanthood gives you access uh, all I did was just I was I came in as the youth pastor and I just started serving and connecting with all the different you know, leaders there, and just any way I can help, I'd help. You know, any way I can bring in some organizational structure, I brought an organizational structure. God. It brought trust because they knew that I wasn't, you know, and I would hear a couple others uh, on the team at times complain or uh, get upset or about the structure of things, and they had the right concept. They just didn't have servanthood. Mm. And with that, no one trusted them. They were really pushed off to the side, and even though, you know, they were right, they just went about it the wrong way. It's kind of like, you know, eating filet mignon, you know. Well, I like filet, filet mignon. mignon. I do, too. But I, tell me, I, trust me, I would not eat filet mignon off a dumpster. No. Right? Even though filet mignon's good, but if it's off a dumpster, ain't no one, no one's going to eat that. Yeah. And same thing with our leadership. If you don't have servanthood, it's like that filet mignon on a dumpster. You mm-hmm. may have the, the authority. You may have the, even, you may be, even be right. Mm-hmm. But if you portray it in, in a bad way, or the de- delivery is bad. It's not going to be received. That's and, a good point. And yeah. so, with that, uh, as serving at Freedom, uh, for me, I just came with a servant heart or servant attitude. And again, it's just by I'm not trying to push my way, but it's like, how can I serve you? I want to do A, B, and C. Okay, awesome. You only get A done, and so and so may come in as, well, you get A done because you don't do this, this, and this. Uh, that's the only reason why you're not getting B and C done. Or for me, I'm coming more as like, well, how can I help? Well, you know, this is what I need. Okay. Hey, have you thought about trying this, you know, maybe adding some structure here? Or maybe even if we 
create an org chart for the church. Maybe if we did this and, you know, we, instead of everyone trying to do a job, we just assign different tasks to a certain job, you know, oh, um, you know, box. Yeah. Okay. I didn't come out as like, you guys are wrong. You guys are doing it terribly. Mm-hmm. Came in very humble in a certain heart. And again, it's received. That's good. So, that is so needed. It's so true. So again, that's the serving part on the heart level, I believe. And that's key. But, you know, uh, the, the last way, and I think people don't think of it like this, but the way you serve your team or others too is you grow them. And how do you grow them? So you don't let them complain. So I like Dr. Radke. Oh. Dr. Radke is phenomenal. Um, he says issues without solutions are complaints. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I have taken with me at working at my job at when I used to work at Com Services, when I had a bunch of team leads under me, or when I had ministers under me. Um, I always took that concept because, um, you know, it's huge. And so, but you have to have that heart piece level because if you don't have that, you won't be able to push them or grow them as much. Mm-hmm. And Jesus did this too. You know, he had his disciples and many times, obviously he won their hearts over. But there are a lot of times where Jesus looked at him and was like, dude, what's wrong with you? Or, oh, oh, you little faith, you know, or how long must I be with you? Uh-huh. What was he doing? It wasn't that he was burdened by them or he was, you know, he was he was challenging them, though. He's stretching them. He's getting to the point of, man, I want to see you grow. I want to see you flourish. And so with that um, prime example is at Freedom Church. I had a, uh, a one of my guys who served with me. And again, I already served him in the sense of winning his heart and just caring for him. You know, I saw potential and I said, man, I, I want to see you joining these teams. I, I believe that God's calling you to ministry. And tr- truly, I, I just invest in him. Aww. But I remember one time he was telling me, this way, I see these gaps and issues. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, and since I already have this level of relationship, because we've, I've served him in the sense of having trust and care, I can talk a little more stern. And we're guys, we're friends, so, you know, he knows my heart behind it. But my question back was, or my, my point back was, it doesn't make anyone special to see an issue. As I people can see issues all day, mm-hmm. you know, but it's up to us if we're going to be a thermostat or a thermometer. A thermometer would just tell you what the issue is, like it's 90 degrees in here, <laughs> right? But a thermostat will make a change. That's good. Thermometer will tell you the, the temperature, but a thermostat will change the actual temperature. And so with that, um, he brought up these issues and I pushed him back to, okay, go ahead and you tell me what you think. If you were in my position, what would you do? Oh, I would do A, B, and C. Okay, maybe A is way out in left field, uh, but maybe B is right on. I would encourage him and coach him in that. and Just, hey, this is good. I'll give him a reason why A isn't, isn't good. What am I doing there? I'm giving him the opportunity to think. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking for him. It's, hey... What do you think? You know, and then I'm either telling him, hey, you're right on or, hey, let's come this way a little more. And, he, you know, he's come back and he's thanked me and he said, oh, sorry, man, I remember that day you pushed me back. And he said, I'll be honest, for a second, I was a little upset because it's like, what the heck, you know. Um, but then he came back and said, thank you. And I said, hey, man, that process, I want to thank Kathy McIntosh because she put me through that process so many times of where I brought up a bunch of issues and she kept pushing me back. Oh, sweet. Give me a solution. Give me, how are we going to overcome that? That's good. And now I'm able to do that for others. And so with that, that's how I believe you serve your people is one. You serve them in the heart level mm-hmm. by caring for them mm-hmm. and you serve them by growing them. 
That's awesome. And I like the one beside those two when you talk about the presentation. Yeah. I think about presentation, presentation, presentation. It, I had this lady who was um, taught me how to cook. <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> um, and she was a, a caterer. So she always would say how you present the food. She'd have all this, you know, fancy stuff. It made a big difference. Me just throw the salad in the bowl. No, you. She made a, a, a design out of it. And so the same thing is like we're presenting. If we come in with the wrong heart attitude, we're not presenting the solution through this big pride thing. I'm right and you're wrong. But you present it through humility and the points that you make to us. Great. That is good. I like it. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. And um, I, I'm just excited. We have another episode coming up with um, Hostway. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please subscribe to the channel. Share it with a friend. And in the meantime, have an epic day in the Lord.